0: Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Beats with Kelly Kennedy. And today, I am so honored to have Rasmus back in the seat with me today. Um, And we are discussing huge topics, light and sound, and how they actually affect our life, how they affect our health. He literally answers the question, where does energy come from? This, these questions, the pondering that we've all done for years, Rasmus seems to have the answers to at at his fingertips. And why we have life on this planet is all because of pH. Find out why. It's a long one today, folks, but you'll understand why I couldn't stop it. Enjoy. We'll see you next time on The Beats. back to the beats with kelly kennedy and once again i have the main sponsor the only sponsor of the beats which is sound of soul with the creator and developer rasmus gott bergenhausen and as always i'm super honored to have rasmus as our guest because rasmus is such a bright shining beam of information about so many things and today We've just decided, I've asked them to talk about water and breath and how they really relate to our bodies and to the autonomic nervous system. So I know everybody's waiting with bated breath. So let's bring Rasmus in and talk about his version of Hari revered with Sound of Soul, whom I am so honored to be able to represent here in North America. And we've been having such great success with it. We just want to continue to educate about. So welcome, Rasmus
1: thank you, Kelly. I'm so happy to see you again. <laughs>
0: ah, so happy to be with your energy field even if it's just on Zoom right now. So th- you are you have a background in studying water from the concept of scientifically studying water, correct? And that's how you got involved with Masamoto M- M- and trying to really uncover that science and how you eventually develop Sound of Soul. If you want to give that story very abridged, just for those who haven't heard your story before, that would be great.
1: Okay, well, um, yeah, maybe to make it very brief, um, in my teenage age, I always wanted to become a Greenpeace activist to save the planet. And I think I still want to save the planet. Of course I want. Um, But then I, yeah, I studied ecology in Vienna and during the years I stumbled over an Austrian, actually he was a forester. His name is Victor Schauberger. He's quite famous worldwide. He said that if you you can change the structure of the water by giving the water a certain spin. So just not changing the chemical properties, but just change the structure, the behavior of the water. And uh, well, my, my study times in Vienna and later in Denmark and in Central America I got specialized in water chemistry, specialized in radioactive labeled hormones or radioactive labeled different um, pesticides or whatever in the the water. Hmm. And it was always more the chemical approach. But then I was very fortunate. I met Dr. Masaru Emoto about 2000, 2001, something like this. And he invited me to Japan. And even I was very, skeptical about his work because in the scientific field he is very esoteric regarded as a very esoteric and um, let's say not scientific person and because he claims that if you play sound to water or place a picture next to the water or whatever um, the water structure changes and from a chemistry engineer point of view of course you think this is completely nonsense but he invited me to japan and before, actually, I wanted to prove him wrong because I thought this is, of course, nonsense. Um, but um, and many tests didn't work, what he claimed, like putting a glass of water on a picture. And we saw sometimes it changes, sometimes it didn't change it. And maybe it was more due to the temperature or due to whatever. So I was very reluctant about his work. But then he told me, um, do some um, experiments with sound and music. And so I t- took just a bottle of purified chemical clean water played sound to it. And the amazing thing is under the laboratory, under the microscope, a lot of things happens, And this touched me very deeply. And so, and then I saw, because when you've finished two universities with um, best marks and you, you think you're just so great and you know everything, I've, I had to find, find out that I don't know actually anything. I'm just repeating stuff from the books. And, and, and Emoto was, of course, he died in 2014, he was quite an um, amazing guy, he was quite, how to say, um, challenging with his ideas, he was a great philosopher, but for me it opened like a new field that I saw that there is much more than just the content of the, of, of the, of the chemicals we can measure because normally our whole science nowadays is just quantitative. quantitative. So we measure what is inside and then we say this is the quality. This is like if I would measure you or me and say this is your weight and your height and I don't know, your blood pressure and all, I would not describe you by no means whatsoever. And so, so, so the quality is the living part, is the dynamic part, is the always changing part. And this is somehow in science completely ne- neglected or ignored or somehow and yeah in 2004 he asked me to open his laboratory which I did and I ran it for 11 years until he died and then I opened my own laboratory and that's that's how it is yeah and about water also um, a little funny story is or it's like this Emoto was invited to Russia and Russia is quite an amazing place for let's say new science or crazy signs or however you want to call it and but Emoto didn't want to go to Russia because in Russia they had 17 of his books published without asking him so he was quite upset with Russia so he never wanted to go to Russia Um, it has nothing to do about Russia it was just a publisher who didn't ask him so he and then Emoto was invited to Russia and he didn't want to go so he asked me if I would take this journey and and, and give the lecture there and I did this Thirteen years ago, and then so many doors opened because I, of course, I'm not a motor. I do my own work. I'm more from the scientific, let's say, point of view, and and so so then I spent quite a lot, lot of time in Russia, and yeah, and this is how all this water story started, and and so I I'm now looking into water or into water chemistry, water structure since uh, I have to think about twenty three years now, so so.
0: Of course, 23 years for those who know me well, 23 years is the perfect answer for you to say that you've been doing this for 23 years. So, you know, how this relates to our body, just to keep it all in check is that as he's drinking a glass of water, is that we're, our bodies are made up of 70 to 80 to 90% water, depending on how you're looking at it, the content of the body. And so we talk a lot, you know, in in the natural world of the importance of drinking purified water, spring water, live water, but there's so much more to it, right? There's this fourth phase of water, there's structured water, there's um, resonance with water, there's so much more to be talked about in regards to water and For me, I mean, I'm a water snob. I I love going to Baden-Baden every year. Unfortunately, this year we couldn't go because we have like a sommelier of water there instead of wine at different places. You get to test different water. And I love different qualities, as you say, of water. And so it makes a difference, not only of the water we're breathing, the water we're drinking, the water we shower in, the water we surround our bodies in, rather than I'm, I'm in a home right now where the water's so chlorinated it's unbearable for us to even turn the faucet on for five minutes because we live in well water and I'm staying at a house right now that is completely chlorinated. We instantly got shower filters and point of use for the, for the faucets because we couldn't tolerate it for five minutes. But can you talk about the water of our body and how, what you've discovered over your 23 years, of course, it's perfect Rasmus. It's just so perfect that it's 23 years. What that's, how you've uncovered that in regards to sound the soul and how that affects the body. Well, first of all, um,
1: yeah, there are so many aspects. Um, of <laughs> course, we are mainly water. If you take only the molecule, the H2O molecule, we are not 70% water, we are almost 80, 98, 99% water. If you just take the numbers of molecules from the weight, we are about 70%, two-thirds water. Um, for me let's say one of the most um, touching and amazing things or which let's say which r- 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 rose many questions during my let's already when i went to high school was um how do we get the energy where do we get the energy from do we get only energy by digesting um, nutrients by oxidizing carbohydrates and all this mineralizing our nutrients or do we get the energy from somewhere else because if we take our heart our heart pumps between five and twenty thousand liters of blood a day depending what you're doing if you're a couch potato and you just sit and watch television all day your heart pumps about five thousand liters five tons of blood throughout your body every day and if you calculate the energy you need to pump five thousand liters i don't know in gallons this would maybe be one and a half thousand gallons I don't know whatever but people can c- calculate this okay. Um, so if you have to calculate to calculate how much energy you need to pump this 5000 liters from one let's say barrel to another one you need already the energy which you eat during day so if you eat all day let's say say two thousand carbohydrates you need actually all this energy to make the pump working. So, But where do we get the rest of our energy for for, for moving, for thinking, for digestion, for, for, for the whole process? So actually, we, we are supposed to starve during eating because we don't get the energy for, for we need. So this was a question I had, and the teachers couldn't tell me because we just learned what we eat, that's what we digest, and that's where we get our energy from, and that's all. So I was wondering, where do we get the energy from? And if you take a jellyfish, for example, a jellyfish in the ocean, consists about 98 to 99% of just water and the biggest jellyfish on the on this planet um, to say the biggest jellyfish on on the planet pumps more than 1000 liters of water every second, you can imagine it's a huge animal pumping, where does it get the energy from? So these are questions I, I had during already high school and later in university and nobody t- told me. And now, of course, you mentioned before the fourth phase of, fourth phase of water, Gerald Pollack, wonderful uh, researcher from the United States. And there's also a wonderful researcher in, in Russia. His name is Vladimir Voikov. Uh, I think one of the most brilliant person I was allowed to meet during my life. And they found new explanations. And they actually, it's the same like Pollock does. Um, um, Vladimir voikov he, he conducted experiments where he took two electrodes into a cell, and he could see that there is, a based on frequencies from outside, a charge changes. Because for me, during, during my studies, the most amazing thing I think why we have life on this planet is the pH, the pH, you know, acid and alkaline. If you have a car battery in your if you have, you take the car battery in your car, you have minus and plus and positive. And the electrodes always try to move from minus to the positive place to, to balance out. And in between, we have the car radio or whatever we need to where we get the el- electricity from. So the interesting thing is um, our body works like a battery too. So the H2O molecule has the ability to change the pH in the cell based of frequencies and qualities infrared or whatever from outside wow. and this is an amazing and this is an amazing thing so and that's how somehow I i came also to the sound of soul or what we can for sure talk more in detail about that actually you change your acidity or alkalinity your ph of your body by frequencies mm-hmm. and this is and we know nowadays that most of our diseases are based actually on two factors one is the lack of oxygen in the cells and the other thing is the lack of electricity our sour ph our acid body because we humans we are slightly alkaline with 7.4 ph we are slightly um how to say um um, alkaline yeah yeah not acid yes we are and but
0: more basic
1: yeah, but due to our lifestyle and stress and worries and all the, the impacts we have from outside, we are always, uh, how to say, getting into a two acid, mm-hmm. um, yes, acid surrounding or acid body.
0: And, and Bruce Lipton in his book, Biology Belief, he found the same thing, right? You know, He started off as a cell biologist that did not want to work in the spiritual realm, specifically set out to work oh. in science and discovered by working in cell biology that he could not not work in the spiritual realm at some level because he had to realize that information was coming from the outside of the cell affecting the cell so where's the energy come from and what you're saying is that energy is frequencies those frequencies because everything on the planet has a, a unique frequency and that's we've done a we've done allergy elimination work ion has for 30 years and it's based upon that very same thing that it's frequencies harmonizing or disharmonizing and that's all of life you either harmonize or you disharmonize and the beauty for me of what you've created sound therapy has taken such a, a step forward in the last just even couple of years and i think it's great i love sound therapy we love music I, i'm a i'm a big fan of music But what you've done is customize that sound therapy so that it's a mirror image essentially playing back to them of their own frequency you know and Mm -hmm. when when that's good it's good and when it's bad it's bad but either way it's us and it's nice to face us once in a while i you know what you've developed with sound the soul is just so profound and brilliant go ahead well i just think well uh, to just
1: uh, to play a little bit with words the word person comes from Latin "personare," which means actually that it's sound going through. So this is a direct translation of the word person, where the word person comes from. So we are person, we are human. So we are, and the word human comes from humid, which is means again, moisture means, means, so we are sound and water literally. And now if we take our finger or our bones or whatever, these are all intervals. These are all like, if you take a string, A guitar string, and you say this is from my elbow to my fingertip is a string, and I just press here somewhere. Then this would be an interval to the entire, to the entire. If this would be one string, and the second string would go just let's say here to my ankle, it would be an interval. And you could list if now my ankle would be here, let's say like this. You would say my arm looks very awkward. It doesn't look nice, right? Because it would literally sound bad. And we know our proportions of our face or our body or anything these are like intervals in sound so we are literally we are sound we are music and and the thing is you said before you like the sound and on the the thing is i don't think actually that we like the sound it's our body who likes it our brain just gives a comment and say this is whatever nice this is whatever sound but finally, it's even if you're not a musician, you can t- listen. If you hear an interval, and you can say, "Wow, this is very nice and very beautiful." The sound, but if it's a, it's a let's say a not harmonious sound, you would get like you would close completely and say, "I don't want to hear this." So you don't need to be a musician to 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 react on harmonic sounds. So this because we are. This is and for example there is this very famous studies it's called the Mozart effect has been conducted all around the world where pregnant women are listening to sound to mozart music or whatever music and it was they could be shown also for ADD children or whatever that it has a very strong effect so it's actually not our brain who likes the sound it's our body who needs it or is made out of it and our our brain just um, it. Now, the thing is just um, to understand, um, some people say what I'm doing is I'm mixing things too much, because how can you put sound and light together? Because sound is a physical wave. And how to say light is electromagnetic wave. It's two different waves, you know? And, but now the interesting thing is, if we see, um, and that's what I c- could learn from this wonderful lady, Romiana Tsenkova, who is, who is, she comes from Bulgaria, made her PhD in Moscow, and she is since about 30-35 years, I don't know exactly, she's a professor in Japan. And she showed, it's, I don't want to get too complicated, but just very simple. The people understand, light is so amazing. You, if you take light, if you stand in front of a, la- a lake and you see the mountains, the rocky mountains, whatever, the beautiful mountains there, why do you see the mountains in the lake reflected in the lake? Because the visible light, the light we can see, 400 to 800 nanometers, about this light is reflected. So the water doesn't want, doesn't need this light. It's just taking this and it's just sending it back, like a mirror. The ultraviolet light, the smaller light, the, the one which we use, for example, to purify water or to kill the bacteria, the UV light, is completely swallowed or more or less swelled in the water. It's it's enters the
0: water like it's it swallowed, sword. okay
1: it's absorbed in the water it stays there and that's and that's and then there's another light part this is the infrared light this is the warm light you can see you know from infrared chambers and now the interesting thing is that a part of the infrared light is absorbed like the uv but another part is reflected and now the interesting thing is that she showed that this reflection of this light of the infrared behaves like harmonics in music like when you take a guitar string yes you take a guitar string everybody knows the string violin string whatever string you you hear a note when you pull it you hear a sound but when you for example you put you divide the guitar string exactly in two parts then you hear exactly the octave octave in the piano if you have do do re mi fa sola, la si do then you have the next do. it's exactly the next one, and if you again make half of it, you hear the next. That's that's called the overtones. So that these are harmonical laws. Everybody who studies music knows about this. This is just basic stuff. So, but the interesting thing is that light behaves like this. And now, if you take us, we have a belly button. It's also the octave. And we are two third water, which means we sound in the interval of the fifth: do, re, mi, fa, so. So we we are sound, we can make a whole, uh, how to say, interview if you want, to just about how we calculate all this because this is for people who wants to, because most That's people- uh, exactly what I was thinking.
0: This is what got me going. The first time I met you at that lecture, I was like, oh my God, please live for a long time because I have a lot of math to learn from you. But it's really interesting how you break down the scientific of math essentially to prove yeah the organism and how it's all connected and how we're all connected it's so interesting I didn't mean to interrupt but that I agree we need a whole I can tell you right now the listeners like do a whole lecture just on this so maybe we do have a breakaway with us go ahead
1: Yeah, the thing is just um, mathematics derives from music that's just a fact mathematics was the approach many thousand years ago to see laws what they could see by an instrument, and they tried to explain it. That's how mathematics started. And this is, um, if you take, for example, a pendulum, you know, a pendulum. Right. Uh, just a, a cord and so on. A, a pendulum. pendulum. Yeah. Every scientist would say a pendulum is completely nonsense. This is esoteric, blah. Forget about it completely. But a pendulum is half a string. Like a string, a violin right. string, and you take half of it and the string gets in resonance. So if you work with a pendulum, you have now a beautiful, I don't know how it's called, a stone around your neck. This would yeah. be, could be used like a pendulum, pendulum. So what they did in ancient Egypt or Babylon or wherever, if they built a huge column for their whatever, for their temple or for their whatever they built, of course, they made their measurements, but at the end, they took a pendulum to measure if it's really 100% resonating with the remaining part of the building. And that's why you have the Acropolis, for example, in, in Athens, in Greece, or you have the pyramids or wherever. They are so amazing in their frequency, in their vibration, because this is how they worked. And Stradivari building their, his violin or whoever, they've made their calculations. But at the end of the day, they worked with a pendulum because they knew that's how they make the final cut but the pendulum is not working with your brain that's the next step we have maybe to go into it because you cannot resonate with your brain i don't want to lose too much but just to to talk about that sound and water and light and vibration this is comp this this, you cannot leave one part out this is this is this is not they all fit together and if you want to understand one
0: mind body spirit you can't right so you can't separate out light and sound because we create and emit both all the time it's just different wavelengths of the same frequency correct
1: of the same law of the same behavior of the same effect to our body and that's of the same quality we can say because if you talk about very interesting thing is as i maybe said in the beginning is if you take a glass of water, we just measure the quantities, the nitrate, the chloride, whatever you find inside, Chemical. and based on what we find inside, we say this is the quality. Mm-hmm. But back to a human, if I would start measuring me or you and say how heavy and how how tall you are and whatever, this would not describe your quality whatsoever. It would right. just be a sum of quantities. So the quality is actually what we make out of it, what what the dynamic process, and that's the same with water. And when I and thanks to Dr. Emoto, I could learn in that field that there is so much more than just the, the quantities in water. And yeah, and this is when we work about this in good quantities, these are the proportions, but at the same time in the quality, which is the dynamic sound or frequency process, then we can go deep in, in helping people. I always say we don't. I don't heal nobody because I don't know what healing is, but the body knows it.
0: Well, and to that point, I I couldn't agree with you more. And and what I get... excited about educating others about is the fact that with a lot of what the western philosophy of medicine is they're looking at blood rather than looking at the space around the blood you know which is the plasma the extracellular matrix the water the lymphatics the fascia like the huge parts of the body that the frequencies are are filtered through and then the blood is like the last thing that's affected i want to go from what's most affected and all of that lymphatic water part is affected by the resonant uh, by the frequencies of which we surround ourselves and that's only the quality of that is only as good as the quality of the lifestyle we live the quality of the food we put in our bodies the quality of the air we're breathing the quality of the things we listen to the quality of and that's where sound the soul comes in what better quality is there than listening to your own self i don't know
1: yeah yeah, well, the thing is, well, the whole work I'm trying to do is, I'm not trying to focus on diseases, on diseases. Um, I try to see, focus on the beauty because I am. I think I, I t- told this and Dr. Schaffner last time. I talked with a doctor recently, and the doctor told me during his six years of study at the universities, he had one hour about health. And all the other hours in university were about diseases. Right. And of course, we have so many diseases. We have now, I think, 46,000 defined diseases on the market. And they are growing daily. Now we have a new one, pandemic, whatever. And of course, we can, we can we can there are these diseases and we can talk about them and focus on this. But I think um I tried to go in the other way. And I want to show the the beauty and the liveliness of the person. And this is why I, I do this work with the translation of the heart frequency into sound and and light and but it does not how to say um, uh, replace the other kind of medicine i think it's a wonderful add on to, to to show the person however how they feel that that they are dynamic that they are alive that they are continuously changing and and this is um, yeah so
0: so about- Go back, if you would, just a minute to, what you were talking about, and I interrupted about the measurements um, in regards to finding the octave and how the belly button is, is our octave, right? And so we're two-thirds water and so the body's always res- the, we're a reflection of life coming back at us, correct?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And so how does sound of soul, like somebody hooks up, they play their heart rate, and then it's played back to them in sound and light. That's the extent of it. And I I really want people to understand that it's a translation of their own frequency. It's not a response to that. So can you talk a little bit about the heart and what the heart is in regards to a pumping mechanism versus a frequency output machine?
1: (laughs) Well, there are many researchers uh, since many years um, Raising raising the question if the heart is just a stupid pump, pumping blood around. Of course it pumps blood, but I think you have another pump, and this is your breath. If you have your diaphragm working good, you have it's completely like Yin and Yang, it's not only your, your heart. And another thing is, of course, your whole body, every muscle, every little capillary is also pulsating, so it's not only the heart, the whole system is pumping. And the other thing is, of course, the heart. Um, we know we have an electromagnetic field everywhere. Every organ has an electromagnetic field, has an electromagnetic, how to say, activity. And the funny thing is that our heart is about 2,000 times stronger than the brain. So if we measure the electromagnetic radiance you have, your your heart is about 2,000 times stronger than the brain. And now we see that the word communication that is actually communication means to receive and to give out again. It's not only verbal words so the our main communicator is the heart it's not not our our maybe it's of course our voice too but in case of vibration it's the heart because the interesting thing is the smaller a vibration gets the bigger the impact on the form giving process which means if you take your water here and I place now, let's say, sound to it, the water will stretch change. If I replace ultrasound, the water will change more. If I replace light, the water will change more. If I replace radioactivity, it will change very dramatically. That's where we're all afraid. So we can understand...
0: The smaller the molecule, the bigger the impact.
1: Or the smaller the <laughs> vibration...
0: The frequency, I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, the, the bigger the impact on the form-giving process.
0: And the form giving process.
1: Yeah, so if you take now, let's take a lake and the wind is blowing over the lake, you get these ripples and you get the waves and this is a form giving process, you see the waves. Okay. And very famous today is this Kumatics. Cum- you know Kumatics, you take a table of sand, you sprinkle sand on the table, this table starts to vibrate and then you see suddenly special kinds of forms. That's okay. called cumatics cymatics I think it's called in English okay so we can see that a vibration causes a form and a form causes a vibration okay, okay. and now and now we can see that this this is what I could mm-hmm. see during the last many years in my work that the smaller the vibration gets which means the faster it gets the bigger the impact on the form we see under the microscope hmm Okay, so your heart frequency, it's much smaller, you can say the electromagnetic field than your voice. Correct. Which means the heart has a much bigger influence than your voice. This is at least, so, and now that's further. So the heart is the communicator, which means between us, even if there are now, I don't know, 6,000 miles miles between us, the heart is the communicator between the people. And, and now the thing is also that, Um, We always think, um, let's say, that that the end result is the disease or the, the, how to say, all the obstacles we have during life. But I think the end result is always health, because our body always tries to heal us with every heartbeat. And the moment we let go, which means the moment we can get coherent with the surrounding, with nature surrounds us, healing takes place. Mm -hmm. Let's just, let's just set a natural, pro, how to say, a natural um, dynamic, dynamic in nature is that we always heal and heal and heal ourselves all the time. The biggest obstacle, I think, nowadays, beside all this um, pollutants and stress and all we have, is actually our mind. Because our mind, the as amazing it is, and can make all kinds of machines in the world the mind is the biggest obstacle for the healing process. Mm -hmm. Because if somebody, for example, get a very heavy diagnosis, the people can hardly get rid of it because the mind materializes it more and more and you you cannot let go. And now the interesting thing is the moment you become 100% present, healing takes place. And what is in present? It's your heart. The heart is the organ which is most present from all our organs because it comu- it communicates or is in is in resonance or is in connection the strongest with the surrounding because it has the strongest electromagnetic field. Somehow maybe so this is our the heart is the connector to health. It's like the conductor of an orchestra. That's what our that's the main function I think is from our heart is to communicate, to receive information from outside and handle it and make life possible and now the interesting thing is um, not to become a bit too complicated um, for me the most beautiful explanation for life health you have heard before is change in movement that you always knew that's why you are alive and we know that 90 percent 95 percent of our thoughts are the same we had yesterday but our heartbeat is always different. And now we come into this heart rate variability, which gets more and more famous. And I think every therapist should really know about that because the heart rate variability is so beautiful shows how, how vivid you are, how good you can accept or adapt to stress. And now we can see the moment you encounter yourself and you reflect your own heart frequency in sound and light, we can see how the heart opens like that, how the variability opens. So the healer is yourself. It's not sound of soul or any technology. It's you. We are just sending it back because a machine is pretty stupid. A machine can just do what you tell it to do. And a machine normally can just send always the same frequency. This is why I threw all these bioenergetic machines out of my office. I had so many because there are so many machines on the market which tell you this frequency you need and this frequency you need. But the thing is, every machine can just make. A certain frequency, actually a sinus node, always the same. Right. Because the machine is not alive. Right. But you are alive. So if that's I take
0: better, that's so good to get people to understand because there's so much bioresonance equipment out there, and you know, coils and different frequency generating machines, <laughs> right? Specific, they, they call it specific microcurrency and all of that. But that's so different than what we're doing with Sound of Soul, because it is your own frequency that's constantly changing, you know, and yep. it's, it's always adapting health is a verb, not a noun, you know, exactly. health, health is happening, you're healing, you're healing or you're not healing through the process one or the other, it's, it's a dynamic process that's always going and shifting in our decisions and our thought process and our, our, our heart in congruence with our thought process and vice versa speeds that up or slows it down but sound the soul is the only equipment that gives you that specific frequency to you that's different now before a second ago i'm different than i am in second from now and it's all going to continue to alter and change as i continue and alter and change
1: absolutely and i don't want to say that the other approaches are wrong but the thing is just i'm just biased the other other technologies on the market they give they're very good to give a push to make a start i always compare it with the smoke detector on your roof if your house starts to burn you don't want to hear vivaldi or mozart because then you would keep sitting on your sofa and saying well this sounds beautiful while the house is burning so you need a sound which makes you move and get going and change something and this is a fixed frequency a fixed frequency is something we don't like, so we, it's, it gives us a push. And a push is sometimes, sometimes good, so I don't want to say that these other technologies are not, that they have their meaning and they should be there. But it's not something alive. It's something which can give you an, Im- how to say, uh, as I say, a push or something, and then you start moving and you change. But the healing itself, that's always changing frequencies. Imagine if you would get, we always say, these tomatoes from Holland, you know, all looking the same.
0: Yeah.
1: All all the same. I don't want to say something we have. it the same here in our industries. But let's say the most beautiful, if you have a natural garden, you have small, big, and all sizes, every taste, uh, amazingly individual, that's how nature is. Variety. Yeah. Nature is not the same. If nature would, and that's back to the snowflakes of Dr. Emoto, we never get two snowflakes which are the same. Never, because that's life and life starts always in water. Every life, no matter if it's a bacterium or a virus we have nowadays, or if we have a human being or a dinosaur, it starts in water because water has the ability to change frequencies into form and in form. So the moment um, you you make a baby, the moment fertilized egg Start to divide, the vibration from around is unique and you will never get the same child, even if the right. same parents make 100 children, because right. it's more or less the same DNA coming together. So and if you go to a huge tree outside in your garden, you will not find two leaves which are exactly the same. And this is for me what life is all about. And this is why sound and water and all this din- dynamic change of frequencies, this is, this is, uh, you cannot neglect one of all these parts. So And this is why I take your heart, because your heart is alive, your heart is always changing, and this is what I want to reflect, so the work of Sound of Soul is is actually pretty simple it's like a tuning fork. For your listeners to understand if you have a tuning fork and you hit it and you have a second tuning fork. You hit one and the second one starts to vibrate that's resonance very simple, and now the interesting thing in music what many people don't know. But it's very, very simple. If you have two tuning forks and the second tuning fork is just one octave higher, like in the piano, do and the next door, and you hit one tuning fork, the second, the next octave, the little tuning fork also starts to vibrate. And the third and the fourth and, and so on, always the octave starts to vibrate. And now to imagine you have your heart frequency, which we measure in the autonomic nervous system, the parasympathetic and the, and the sympathetic, The range is from zero to about 0.4, 0.5 Hertz. And if you translate this tuning fork up to the audio, to the the range you can hear, starting from about 20 Hertz, going up to 20,000 Hertz, then you literally can hear your own frequency. And that's what it's all about. And then you can translate it further up to the light.
0: It's two years I've been working with your equipment and every single time I talk to you, I feel like I understand it better and can, it's so simple, but it's so simple that I think it escapes some of us. And yet I know from all the work that I've done, not only with Sound of Soul, but previously breath and water are the two basic foundations on this planet and what you work with With this equipment is those two things and what the body's made up more than anything is oxygen and water and oxygen Mm -hmm. and water heal and the the frequencies heal your body heals that's all that heals that's the point of this podcast. The beats with Kelly Kennedy is about the fact that the beats Mm -hmm. is what heals. The the frequency is what's healing you. That's the point. This is what heals your body. End of story. And we can affect it with our breath. There's all sorts of breath, from wind half breath, alternative nose breathing to there's. You can study breath forever. The science of yoga is about breath, and there's eons of of information about breath. And I know the cold and alternative showers that we talked about earlier. um, You had mentioned. Before we start the podcast, you said that the cold showers is more about the active and, and we want to get people more in the parasympathetic. But you need both. You need to activate the system and get calm at the same time. And, you know, it's, it's constantly getting your body to adapt, but also making it a little uncomfortable at times is good. And it makes a stronger organism, not a weaker organism. we got to become stronger organisms because we live in such comfort most of us in the Western world, we live in very, you know, as an organism, it's not good for our survival. Um, And this is another way that we can continue to heal. It's a little off subject, but I want, I'm just so excited, Rasmus. Every every time I talk to you, I just, my brain goes into 37 directions of, oh my God, we got to get more people to understand how this works because it's so simple. and it's well, changed my life and my client's life so much. And I have so much gratitude for you for that because you've made it so much easier for me to understand how to help people for my physical brain to understand.
1: Well, I think about healing. Actually, there are so, so simple approaches which have the most amazing effects. I love to take vitamin D and all kinds of stuff and acerola, pulp powder and all kinds. My, 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 my kitchen is full of all this stuff, but actually came more or less, and I, I use it still, and I think it's great, but I think the main impacts for for, for really that you feel good, is one thing is that you can really relax, let go, and you can really be active, and not something in between. And you mentioned Wim Hof before, I met him personally, and um, how to say, I, I do this now since several years, just this morning I was swimming in the Lake of Constance here, it's winter here, and snow all around, and for me it's also because I always try to test the things and I was wondering why is this so effective in healing this cold water. Of course, the biggest organ is our skin, but the other thing is also the cold water has a, is like an implosion. Hot water is like an explosion. An implosion is another kind of, it has the higher structure, the cold water. It has such impact on us. Of course, everybody I tell or most people I tell about this, they say, oh, no, no, I don't like cold showers. We are so comfortable people that we, we have a heated car and the remote control for everything. And soon we get the food maybe pre-digested and can put it directly into our veins. I don't know what we're going to. And, and then we, this is not, but I see if you want to be healthy, do something. And it's so, so super simple. We had a guy with prostate cancer and after half a year, everything was gone. I don't, didn't, we didn't heal him, he healed himself. We just said use it or lose it and what did he do we told him how to relax by listening to himself I didn't we don't cure nobody because I don't know what curing is his body tries to cure him every single step. And his heart is his cure curing device, I think, so he started to relax completely let go, but the other thing I said we told him is how to do the Wim Hof kind of breathing. You can also do different kinds tumor breathing or whatever to get really active going in a a very sympathetic state and go every day at least once if not twice into cold water start to train and he changed completely half a year and his values went down from 360 the psa value to six again and it was just but it was not. I always try to stress that it's not us; it's himself.
0: No, that's the power of this amazing human body that's changing. And I used to say it's the power of the machine. It is not a machine; it is uh, an incredible ecosystem that's ever changing. It's not a machine; it's a it's a ever evolving terrarium that we get to house and we get to take care of, and and we mm-hmm. get to. Experience the glory of it because it's amazing to watch your body heal, to watch your body shift and change. I've been doing this medicine for 23 years and I've been doing it now longer this year than I've not done it. And I can watch my body change. I look younger as I age, I have more vitality as I age, I have more mental capacity as i age i have more flexibility in my body as i age i have more passion as i age i need less sleep as i age and i watch my counterparts and go i'm sorry i feel bad for them at some level which is part of the reason i wanted to start the podcast and the push during coronavirus for me was i watch people be so afraid of not knowing and having no Faith in their body and how it works and that breaks my heart for them because right. it, This is incredible what we've been given and when we treat it properly it it continues to show up for us over and over and over again and We we can't kid it. We can't treat it though with kid gloves.
1: Yes. Yeah, especially now with all this corona um, story. Um, as you said the moment you are afraid your pH in your body changes. You get acid. In German, we say you got sour. Maybe in English, you say the same. And if you are sour or acid, diseases can thrive. They love it. They say, yes, keep getting sour because that's what they want. But if you start with good breathing, with good exercises, with all this kind of stuff, and the funny thing is we can see when we take the heart measurement. We can see the moment you start to think, your heartbeat becomes more similar. So we can see based on your heart rate variability if you are present or if you're thinking. Because you cannot think and be present at the same time. Right. If you're sitting now on the couch or I'm here in the chair and I want completely to be present, 100% present, be in the now. As Eckhart Tolle, beautiful, writes books about this, you cannot think because the thought is a horizontal process. It's not something bad but the thought is like um many times i say in my lecture if i say don't think on the purple elephant we all start to think about this because you cannot not think about it and you can start people who get a heavy diagnosis you cannot tell somebody who got maybe a cancer diagnosis stop thinking about this because it would reduce your variability and it would how to say limit your healing abilities This would be very difficult for the person. And if I would tell them how, see how beautiful the the sunset is outside there and nature and everything, they would say, well, that's nice, but I'm just, I I have my problems. Right. And of course we have to address the problems and, and to do all kinds of medicine to help the people. And I don't want to go into what kind of therapy, but whatever therapy you want to apply, the person has to be able to deal with it. But if you are stressed and if you are always in the thought and in the fear, no matter if you take a chemotherapy or alternative approach, it can hardly work. But the moment you get in the present state, the heart has this ability to start resonating stronger and stronger with the surrounding. And that's what we see. So we have success, people working with chemotherapy and doing Sound um, of soul. we have people taking alternative approaches and that's also successive and so successful. But I just want to say that this is the beauty is that the heart is always beating in the now and the thought itself is always in this horizontal movement either there and there and this limits the healing ability because it limits the possibility of the body to resonate with the surrounding and that's what we don't because the moment you and that's also what I said before that medicine always focus on the diseases instead of the health health is the liveliness which is in everybody which in each of us and if we can emphasize this and mirror this by sound and light then we can help the person by their by their own healing process and that's just um that's just what we what we try to do here so yeah
0: Um, well you can all see why i don't pay attention to time when i talk to rasmus so who cares because i'm sure you've been engaged the whole time you can also see why We are um, going to organize classes and we're not waiting for the travel to be open. We're going to organize a class for January on heart rate variability. It's going to be four hours. If you're interested, email us. Um, You can email us at the NotMeds website, which is uh, infonotmeds at gmail.com. We'll put that all in the show notes for you. But the The information that Rasmus has, we've got to continue to get it out there, and both professionals as well as lay people. You're welcome to it. It will be a one direction. We'll have a time for question and answers, but um, and we'll have different levels of classes as we move forward. But we want to start with just a class on heart rate variability, and I think we also want a class just on the math of understanding sound of soul and how you developed it. Maybe that's just a podcast versus a class, but there's that is what intrigued me when I first met you more than anything is the scientific understanding of what this incredible technology is doing is taking the ancient wisdom that we knew that the healing comes from within but being able to translate that into um as you say the higher octave so we can actually hear it and then feel and see and experience that inner beauty that we have inside of us that is constantly healing. That's so amazing. So, and we're also going to give, for anybody who mentions this podcast, the code for this podcast is going to be January, 2021. So I can always think back about when I did this. So it's going to be January, 2021. And if you mention this podcast, if you come into one of our centers in the Not Meds or Chihuahua Centers, then you'll get a 50% discount off a session. And if you want to purchase a Sound of Soul, you'll get a 300 discount by mentioning this podcast, $300 discount. So Rasmus, you have- as well as always, um, raise more questions for me than you've answered because you constantly keep me thinking. But I know for the audience, they've really appreciated getting better to understand the the question that we all have is what are, where does energy come from and why do we why do we have life on this planet? I mean, it's amazing that those are the two foundational questions you answered that plague so many people, and you just seem like oh here it is here it is and here's your inner beauty and so nonsensical. Thank you so much. Is there anything else you'd like to add or share with our audience about your journey here in the tr- in the Sound of Soul world?
1: Well, I think the main, the most important thing I think is just to say that healing is much easier than we think in many, many cases. Of course, normally we start first thinking about healing when it's pretty late. But I think just the beauty is that with so many, with so easy things, like this breathing, which gets more and more famous now from everybody who listens to this podcast should just start to Google different breathing techniques. And actually, there are just two techniques. One is stimulating the sympathetic and the other the parasympathetic, and both are good. There's one from Russia, this wonderful Konstantin Buteiko. many students all around working this really stimulate the the vagal nerve. The other one is, of course, this tumor or Wim Hof. Very simple. The other thing is, of course, this water exposure. The third thing, what I think is now the impact of sound and vibration into the pH of the quality of your own body water. So you can really think about what you expose yourself. Because if you have just wireless and mobile phones and all this amazing technologies, but it's stressing us so heavily, we get completely acid. We are. We are completely harming ourselves with this always pulsating vibrations. And this is what people have to learn about. I, th- I love this technology because it's amazing what we can do with it. But we also have to think about what impact it has. And I think now just medicine and 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 health era, they have to see how they can very easily um, make amazing changes and and this is of course we have to look on water and vibration and quality and form and and all this and it's all within ourselves it's so simple actually and and
0: so that's like they heard it here first on the beats that's the future of medicine right there folks we are going to say goodbye thank you so much rasmus thank you everybody for listening have a lovely day and we'll see you next time on the beats wonderful
1: thank you kelly thank you